You're listening to Life Without Limits with Tom and Bunny. If you're under 18, this podcast is not for you. These are our opinions and what works for us well in the lifestyle community. You can see all of our videos and listen to all of our other podcasts at TomAndBunny.com. All of our podcasts and videos are brought to you from Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. If you want to travel with us, check out Tom'sTrips.com or call 800-285-0853 today. Now, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. How are we doing today? We are just fine. We are. So um, we have um, a guest couple with us today. And what we're going to be doing is we recently just did a podcast about bisexual couples, singles, females, and men. Mm -hmm. And out of the blue, I mean, it's kind of a lot of people are listening to it because we have gotten quite a few messages about the the Eden Club that because we just did a video in Oklahoma City and on their website, they say LGBT friendly. And everyone wants to know, because most clubs still are in the dark ages, they don't allow bisexual couples in their club, or they allow them, they just don't want them to have sexual activity in the club. Right. They're, uh, I, they're still afraid of the stigma, and they're afraid to open up. Right. And um, there's still quite a few couples that are a little anti-bi couple. Right, right. So... And- so we brought Chris and Chrissy with us, and we are going to talk to them right now, and we have some questions to ask them. Say hi, guys. You are live now. Or semi-live. Don't shush her. <laughs> hey, guys. How are you all? This is Chris. Hello. This is Chrissy. He's going to make me edit out like a five-second like pause. A, I was just going to make it silent like you don't have no guests. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I have no guests. I'm talking to myself. Right. And we're actually at, so we're actually an LGBT couples club. Right, because we were talking last night about it, and we were talking about how the term, and Chrissy wasn't involved, but me and Chris were talking about it, that when me and Bunny first got in the lifestyle, the it wasn't, Swinger's been around since the 60s, but they called them wife swappers when we started looking into the, getting in the lifestyle. Yep. And we were talking about how it evolved from wife swappers to swingers to the swingers lifestyle and now everyone wants to coin a much more milder name because no one wants to be called a swinger because they consider old technology that, right? and no one likes labels and no one's no they one don't like labels but labeled. they're going to come up with consensual non-monogamy as a new term for well, swinging that <laughs> and the fact that there's so many different facets of the lifestyle right I mean, from what somebody's calling Polly is not what we called Polly five years ago. So Polly don't want a cracker no more? No. Polly don't want a cracker no more. Polly wants the whole cracker box. Because <laughs> so yeah, no. the Pollys are swingers so now. We're, we're, we're in our late 30s, so like swinging is like old and offensive term to us. It's like... like and that's what we hear from so, all you young people. Right. So that's why we're just an LGBT club. And no matter, and if you have some other letters like a Q or an S or whatever, you're welcome to. Right. And I, I kind of joked around. I said, you know, because the LBG or LGBT, I'm sorry, I'm not that familiar with the phrasing, but they kind of coined the acronyms and they kind of, but, and I thought, and I even said, I said, yeah, you guys are LGBT friendly, but you should add an S on there because of the swingers. Right. And but I thought they might have a trademark on that. Yeah, they might. <laughs> no, so, uh, but like, we've been doing this 20 years and the whole 20 years, my wife has been by. So 
I'm straight and she's bi, but so we've always, it's always been, we, it's never been like, why is this a swinger? This is like, I should have my own, I should be able to be sexual free to do whatever I want. Right. Right. And right. So that's, that's what we're about, sexual freedom. And, you know, there, there might be some things that, that, that we're not into, but if you're into, that's cool. We'll support you as long as it's legal. I actually have that on our profile, you know, share your fantasies with us because we like to help people live out their fantasies while it may not float our boat we may not go for it we still are interested in hearing what the possibilities could be right and i don't i personally don't have any buy experience but my wife has a lot and i've witnessed a lot that it's been pretty fun yeah but in the lifestyle it's typically by women our women are expected to be by men are expected to be straight that what what the questions that we're getting a lot of today is not about buy women. So, so men are expected to buy into the swingers club, and the women are expected to be buy in the swingers club. That was the <laughs> old technology. That old was the technology. old technology. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> but no, today it's more the, the the more the men are interested. Every, by women could be buy straight anywhere, any day long, anytime. It doesn't matter. It's the bi male that has the stigmatism. Right. But now we are definitely seeing, seeing a new transition to where the bi men are starting to become more out, out. and open. Yep. And they just need to be accepted. I just saw Chris come out of our closet today. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for where you hid the banana and the spunk. The banana and the spunk. You know what? Since you brought that up, I will post that picture on this podcast. <laughs> So now, here's a question. It has a little drip on it, it too. Does, so well, and it's on the table. <laughs> and on the seat on the lid there. Isn't on that the, on Did the, you do that? No, you just, it just was ready for you. It was ready. I got to take a new picture because of that. <laughs> it looks good, doesn't it? It's going to drip. Yeah, like, there it is. <laughs> it's going to. We're watching it drip. <laughs> kind of spunky. And we'll have a spunk lube commercial here in just a minute. But until that comes up, here's the, here's the main question. People actually read your website because immediately I didn't get attacked. I got bold, honest questions. Are they in it for the money? Are they just saying it? What, what is the fact? And I said, well, go ask them. And they said, we can ask them. Absolutely, I'm in it for the money. <laughs> Everyone that's in it for business is in it for money. So, yes, any business, but, but, any club but is in it for this business. Is, I mean, this is how we make our living. This is we've been doing this 20 years. So, yeah, we're, this is how we make our living. We don't, we're not rich by any means. But Even we, if you were, it doesn't matter. But, but we make a good living doing what we really enjoy and love and believe in. And we believe in sexual freedom. Well, and let's clarify one thing. There, somebody has to step up and create a venue for people of like minds to meet and right. have fun in, and you are doing that. Um, some people would go to say and say, well, that's bullshit. They shouldn't make money. They should do it for the community. No. If you want to do it for the community. You're doing it for both. Yes. I got to eat. <laughs> you got to eat. <laughs> but, yeah, if you want to do it for the community and you're just rich and you can afford a building and everything, definitely people would respect that. But there has to be people that step up to the plate and create a venue. Right. I know two things. Swingers clubs, 
or LGBT clubs or lifestyle clubs or whatever you want to, however you want to predict it. Uh, consensual non-monogamy clubs. Right. And I know how to make, and I know and I know how to make hamburgers. So I'd rather get paid to run a, uh, I'll, a lifestyle I'll, club. I'll go up with you on the hamburgers because I just started making some mean ass hamburgers at but, home. But you know what? We side with you because if if we were to get back into the club scene, that we would totally do the same thing. It dripped. It dripped. It is going to be um, twenty twenty. It, you want to be open for people. You want to have a place for people to be themselves, to be where they can go and feel comfortable without judgment. Again, the lifestyle is supposed to be about not judging each other and right. each other's sexual preferences. Right. Just because something may bother you doesn't mean that you have to voice that as well. Well, and besides the fact that, you know, we live by the, you do not throw, those who live in a glass house shall not throw stones. And that's how Tom and I have always lived. And I, and I think anybody that is involved in any type of an open relationship needs to feel that same way. And they can't judge anybody right. on so their sexual preferences. Might not want to have a uh, bisex uh, with another man. But, hey, if you want to eat my cum on my wife's vagina, who am I to say no? We might want to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, people like that. That's uh, something that they like. That's cuckoo night. I mean, that's something that, that you know, they like the cream pie. All right. Right, because remember, they do have Infliction Hall, so they do know a lot they more have about a lot the fetishes, fetishes than there. we do. Oh, speaking of which, what did I just see? It was a song, and it said something about eating snowballs. That's it. No. no. Um, well, that's what they're talking about. No, no. Oh, no, snowballs. It was from the, oh, oh, it's Johnny Cash. Yeah. And I, we were listening to the radio up here, and he's talking about this, uh, the flat top, Tennessee flat top yeah. song. Listen to the Tennessee flat top guitar song, and in it, he talks about eating snowballs. And I look at Bunny, I said, wow, they must have had a different definition back then than we do to t- today. Because no, it was probably the same. I actually had to listen to it twice or three times just to make sure I heard him eating snowballs. It was written in 1963. All right, well, Johnny Cash is a snowballer. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> I'm <Whoa>. just kidding. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. So, anyway... Um, Okay, so you you have two clubs and they're both LGBT friendly. You got one in Oklahoma and one in the Fort Worth area. You got three clubs, three clubs. Well, Infliction Hall, but you, proximity wise, right, right. I mean, they're all they're all three different buildings. I mean, right, yeah. So, but uh, but no, they're all LGBT. They're all LGBT. They're not LGBT friendly, I guess to say. They're LGBT clubs. Okay, so that you got Infliction Hall, uh, Infliction Hall, and there's one inside the Eden Club in Oklahoma and then Infliction Hall out here in Dallas-Fort Worth where we're at right now and Eden Club are separate, but they're literally right next door to each other right. and you can go to both of them. Yes. All right. All right, so now we have another question. Do you allow openly by couples? Well, obviously you answered it with the LGBT-friendly yes. club. Yes. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, come enjoy your sexual freedom. Right. But we've actually seen, and matter of fact, I actually just had a couple tell me that the first time they went to a club, I won't even mention the club names. I don't want to put anyone on blast. As they're walking in, the club is escorting two couples out because the two guys were being intimate in the playroom. Like when was that, like 1980? No, just a couple years ago. So, but it's not accepted everywhere. That's why... People are excited to the fact that when you posted that, they want to know that they can come here and feel 
very welcoming and not threatened or uh, they don't have to feel close-minded. Right, right. Yeah, and then, you know, if, if uh, we have another customer that get that's angry at them for doing their uh, sexual activity in the sexual activity areas and they did nothing wrong, we're definitely going to defend them. Okay. And um, let's see here. Oh, speaking of that, do you have a special area for buy or open or anything goes because we were talking about that at lunch today i mean you want to keep it more in the in our in our more of our intimate areas but you don't like uh, i guess that's more or less on your comfort level like if like if it, if you want to be more secretive about it you know or, or i think most people if you if you want to keep it more of a more of a you don't you don't like you're open but you don't want to just just be it out there you probably might want to go in one of the more um, private, semi-private areas. Right. And then if you don't really care, then I don't really care, so do what you want to do. You know? Well, in our past podcast Wherever. that um, brought this all to light was we we were kind of discussing and we said, if you're a bi couple and you don't feel comfortable, you sh- don't have to list your sexuality for the whole world to see. You, on- you only need to tell the people you're interested in fucking. You don't have to let all the trolls, because if you're on a website like... Well, I won't even mention a site. If you're on a website for matchmaking for swingers, if you put your buy on there, well, there's going to be a thousand profiles that look at you that you would have never played with anyway. So what does it matter if they know your buy or not? Right. And I think that it's a, like, like depending on what um, night it might be. So if it's more of a, a night where, where more of the women are bisexual, then, you know, you're probably, I mean, that's what, I mean, there might be a few bi men things happening, but it'll probably be more of a bisexual women thing happen. So that's probably, you know, it's when in Rome do it as Romans do. But if you come on a bi couples night, then there's going to be more probably bi men type stuff. And so if you're not comfortable with bi men stuff, that might not be tonight to come or, or, you're gonna, or expect that you're going to see more of that. Right. And that more of that's going to be received as more of a positive thing than... Now, speaking of that, we were discussing it today. It's not happening yet, but we are talking about you are thinking about doing a by night. I know it will be at the Affliction Halls, and it'll be starting January 2020. January 2020? Wow, that's only a couple weeks away. That's right. awesome. And um, you are you are thinking about doing that on what night? Thursdays. Thursdays. So if someone wants to come out and make a whole weekend of it, they would come out on Thursday, party at Infliction Hall in an open, comfortable, secure, discreet environment, and then they could still play Friday and Saturday at both locations. Right. Oh, absolutely. And then the fact that they can meet, um, additionally meet all the people on Thursday and then still party with other people or that same group on Friday and Saturday. Well, I'm thinking that people... Because we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and they mm-hmm. have the club in Oklahoma City. I am thinking because not many clubs have opened their doors and are still a little closed-minded. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, I, I can't wave a magic wand and make all the clubs friendly like Eden is. But I'm thinking people are going to come on the Dallas-Fort Worth from San Antonio, Austin to Houston, all coming in here because there's no other club like it. Right, right. And what I find in Texas is Texas is huge. It's huge. But also, so is their open relationship 
community is absolutely huge here, too. It is. It, and people will drive for hours to go to different parties. And they have special groups for the mm-hmm. open-minded community. Uh-huh. So, definitely, um, this would be, I don't, do you know of any other, you'd be the only club that's. I'm sure there's other clubs doing it, but. But not as open as you. Yeah. It's other, yeah. No, probably not. We know of a couple, but they're not anywhere close to here. They're all in different parts well, of the region. Of well, the yeah. US. I mean, the only other ones that would, and I don't, I don't want to use the word compete, but that would measure with you would be like Sapphire in Washington, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yep. They do a monthly on a Friday night at their main club, and we hear it's just packed. Right, and the in the Corral in Pennsylvania welcomes Corral in Pennsylvania. Ev- everybody too. Yes. So that that so they're all distance, but and you want to know that the thing that I absolutely loved about those clubs because the fact that they are so open and welcoming to everybody, their their whole core group is so welcoming to everybody. They are such a fun, engaging, wonderful people that they Except everybody. Apparently, that environment, the area they live in, though, too, is open. They're not. Oh, Seattle, yeah. Very yeah, open, Seattle's so very. That, yeah. that helps the club a lot, too. Progressive. You, yes, mm-hmm. when, it helps when you're in a progressive area that's, you know. You would think very open. Texas is not very progressive because it's a very conservative state. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, me and Bunny are all over the place. We're on all the websites, we're on all the groups. There is a very progressive side to Texas. It is getting there. But let me tell you, coming from California, you would think that they were very progressive? No. No, not at all. They're probably one of the most closed-minded states for for the openness and the lifestyle. Right. And you'd be surprised in Oklahoma City, there's a lot of uh, progressiveness as well up there. It's very open in those areas. I think with all the different movements and all the... Um, I don't want to, the protesting for all the political stuff has brought, and I'm not talking politics, but that has brought a lot of this to light because everyone wants to be now accepted. So when the Black Lives Matter came out, the Me Too movement, all these different categories came out, the LGBT, the trans community, that went out the roof and now... The um, trans community, now the bi community saying, hey, we're over here, and now they want to be acknowledged. And I think that's why you're seeing such progressiveness. I'm going to step on your toes right there, and it's not that they want to be accepted. They need to be they accepted. De- well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're saying, they, yeah, they right. need to be accepted. Right. No, they absolutely do need to be accepted for, for, who, for who we are. So we have all different shades of different types of people that, that identify themselves different ways. Um, that walk through our doors, you name it, we've had it. Um, but way Christy and I see them is just someone, a human race, just a human. They're just a human, no matter what, how they want to identify themselves. The main thing is they're a human, so we want to treat them like a human. Oh, and absolutely. Like they all, you know, what I mean, if they're someone's not into something or someone else is into something different, or whatever, we're all just we're, at the end of the day, we're all humans. Mm-hmm. And we all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be, um, friend. You know, we all want to be friends with people. We all we just want to be who we are. And right. And especially that that you open up your club to allow to people to meet in those right. in that but, environment that they want to be in. Well, there's there's plenty of LGBT clubs that people can go to. So ours is strictly for not strictly, but ninety five percent for. Couples, LGBT couples. Okay. 
Right. So, um, I mean, if 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 two gay men wanted to show up as a couple, that's fine. That yeah. was the other question. They would be. They would be. They would charge. They would be a charged couples rate. Now, if two guys showed up and they're actually straight and trying to pretend they're be gay just so they can get around a bunch of girl, good-looking women, we're going to call them out. Yeah, you yeah. should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've, they need to be. I've even had Chrissy, which is why she's like, oh, if you are bi, then kiss, because if you are bi, y'all be kissing. <laughs> right. Right? And they're like, we're not going to kiss. They're like, okay, well, then you're... Then you're a single. You're yeah. mm-hmm. a couple, yeah. Right. right, and then if we get, or if we get a, uh, you know, if we get a trans man and a and a woman woman that come you know, that come together, they're a couple. They're gonna come as a couple. Okay, right. If we get two women, or if we get, see, most clubs would would charge them irregardless. If they if uh, two guys come in, it'd be two guys. If two girls came in, it would be two girls. And if a couple came in, male female. So that's what we're talking about. <laughs> you you're actually one of the first to acknowledge and accept couples right no matter what demographic or sexuality because i mean mean, like like i guess if we want to use the swing word term just because everyone's familiar with it um you can be a swinger you don't have to be a a man and woman couple you can actually be a swinger of two women that oh absolutely right two Mm -hmm. men you know or whatever so we're, we're lgbt couples club so we prefer more couples i mean that's how we make our all I know is there's going to be a whole lot more acronyms me- needing to be added because we were just talking last night that when me and Bunny first got in the lifestyle, there were two sexualities. There was straight and bisexual. Well, then you got the people that didn't want to be called bisexual because it they didn't do it all the time and it wasn't needed. So that became bicurious. They're by yesterday. By yesterday. We talked about bisexual. By feverish, by comfortable, by everything. There's so many names. That everybody, pe- everybody came up with their own name. Yes. By furious. By furious, mm-hmm. and so that that leads to see some people say, well, there should be a roadmap. There should be a cut and dry. No, there really isn't no. in this lifestyle. It's a learning curve, actually, when you're experiencing and figuring out what you like, and then you're well, hey, I. And I think this is what I'm doing right now. And right. You know, you're still exploring some of that too as well. So. Well, and the, and the fact that that can change. You could say, oh, I'm bisexual this month. And then next month you're like, I don't want to have anything to do with women now. And, it, and well, and that could be because you just don't make those connections with the women too. Absolutely. Yeah. And that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. You're, you really are drawn to them, but then nothing's really out there happening. And, you know, Tom and I always tell everybody, you know, you don't. Unless you're absolutely, how should I say this? It's If it's not hurting you, then why even worry about it? If it's not physically hurting you, then why are you worried about what somebody else is doing? As long as you're honest with that couple in the situation before things happen. Absolutely. You just need to be right. front and honest so the protection and things can be put in place properly. Right. And like what we've discussed in our last podcast just because a male is bisexual does not mean that he wants to have anything to do with your husband. He's well, going to play in his own situation. Well, that, that's now here another thing that a lot of the, we, all the comments we ever hear from straight couples or straight men are, well, if there's a bisexual guy, I better watch my ass, or I don't want to be hit on by a, a bisexual. I, in 23 years, I've never... Ha- in a play setting or anything, had anyone reach over and do something inappropriate. And what people say is, bi women are 10 times more aggressive 
than by men. I'm, oh, I'm not by aggressive at all. I it just it's very if the energy's there, the vibes there, then that allows the door to be open. But if if not, I'm not just going to jump in there where I don't feel or where I'm welcome. Right, you're respectful. I'm right. respectful. I'm not just going to grope you just because I think you're attractive. But there's a lot of women that do grope other women. Yes. And not every woman is bi. In the club, in the club scene, we have a lot more complaints on women grabbing inappropriately than we did for the men. We never had complaints really about men. Nope. The women. The only complaints we ever had about men at our club was if a couple saw another couple or two having fun and they saw something they didn't like and they were personally offended, they would come complain to us. And we would just tell them, go to another part of the playroom or you don't have to watch it. And in their minds, they didn't want to be in the same proximity of it. And I thought, well, that's kind of closed-minded when you're wanting to be accepted for yourself and now you're going to condemn somebody else for their actions. And you, you know what's funny is I always want to think, were they really offended or did or were they acting like they were offended so their friends weren't going to see that it turned them on? Right. Do you have a dark room at your clubs? Yes. Okay. So typically most couples that experiment with the bi mm-hmm. start off in dark rooms. Yep. Because well, they I didn't even see it was a dude. It was just I realized it after it was halfway through and Right. No, um somebody complained about a dude in a, and we say dude, we're not saying it derogatory, we're just saying a guy. Um, right on, dude. <laughs> party on, dude. But someone, a male was on the opposite side of the glory hole, and somebody was pissed off. And I was talking to a friend of mine about it. He's stuck your dick in a hole, dude. That's it. <laughs> right. And, I, and this friend of ours has been in porn for years, and I said, what are your thoughts on that? Because I didn't know. And he goes, if you don't know, don't put your dick in a strange hole. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that go, that's probably where, so glory holes and dark rooms, theaters, where a lot of it starts that I see when I read stories about their first-time experiences. All right, and two, also I want to point out, too, that everybody that I've heard that has stuck their dick in a hole or has been in a dark room that swears that they're straight, and swear, she's doing the finger quotes if you can't see. <laughs> they swear that they're straight, but but for somehow, some guy ended up giving them a blowjob. They're always like, that was the best blowjob I've ever gotten. Right. And I'm like, it's of course, because they're giving you a blowjob like they like it. It would be like a woman. Now, in that scenario, here's a scenario that happened at our club. This guy, or this two couples were went down to our playroom. And the girl was, the wife of the other couple was blowing a friend of ours. And he had his hands behind his head looking at the ceiling. Thought, man, this is the greatest blowjob in the world. He looks up and the husband's blowing him. Now, no fight happened. He kind of told the guy that he really didn't play that way. I think it was more because there was probably 40 other people around because it was in a group, kind of an open area. But he did kind of fess up and said that was probably the best blowjob he'd ever had. But he felt uncomfortable because he wasn't prepared for it. And then being in a group You got to talk into the mic. And then the group setting, too. In the group setting. So if someone is at your club, consent is huge at your club. And you always say silence is not consent. Correct. And because you see someone else doing it doesn't mean you have consent to do it. Matter of fact, they might not even have consent to do it. Right, you always get a consent's a big thing at club events. 
So make sure that you always have consent. Right. So if you're going to touch somebody or want to play some with somebody, you need to sp- spell it out what you're looking for. Yeah, so that way they have a, a chance to back out. You need to spell out how you identify yourself. Right. And there's usually a couple there. So there's usually a wife around that you need to ask permission for from also. Right. Husband. So don't forget that the other partner is somewhere in the room. Now, um, somebody comes up and says, so-and-so touched me. How do you handle that? Now, let, let's just assume. I get a bear and go, show me on the bear where they touched you. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, let's just assume it's a he said, she said. Because that, that's a tough call because someone just might not want someone in the club. And it's just easier to say, he touched me. And you're going to. Why are you turning my bear inside out? <laughs> I don't get that. Because well, they touched her inside their butt or something. I was like, they touched me in here. I don't know. Oh, I, was just, I, don't, I don't know either. I don't, he sound, doesn't even know what he's talking. It just sounds funny in my head. All right. So basically, oh, there was one other thing though that we were that we kind of talked about earlier today when we were kind of preparing for the podcast that um that was kind of something that I kind of wanted to bring up too was uh. Like some couples, or some couples or women would be like, I don't, I wouldn't want to play with him if he's having sex with men, because I don't, because I don't know if he wears protection or something. But I think that, yeah, I, no, no matter who you're having sex with, you should. The question shouldn't be, are you having sex with men being protected? You should say, are you being protected in general, like for everybody? Right, and mm-hmm. that's where um, I brought up. Okay, so they were worried about two men having anal sex and want to make sure I want to make sure they have condoms is what they said. Okay. What about a couple where the guy has anal sex with his wife? I don't see that as any different as far as cleanliness. No. And too, also too, just because somebody says that they're bisexual doesn't mean that they have to be anally penetrated. That's they could just another be, thing we talked about. Um, just like it orally. Yeah, there's a lot of couples that are only oral by. They do no penetration. There's a lot of soft swat couples out there. Some yep. some couples that only play feet by. Like, let me jerk you off my feet. <laughs> I've seen it. It's That's not Chris's my, sense of humor. It's not my thing, but, but I've true, seen though. it. And, you, and, and being by myself, you can be by and not care to go downtown either. You could just want to be, you know, make out and do the caressing and the fun softness of it versus, you know. That's what Bunny always says. She's bi-situational, meaning if she's feeling it at the moment, yeah. like you said, but if she's not, she's by anyone can go down on her. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care. There's no line to be drawn. Or right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> if it feels good, she's going to not kick you to the curb? You, no. 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 Not at all. Nope. <laughs> nope. But you, like I said, though, I always have to be finished off with a male. So... Basically, explain to people why they'd want to come to Eden and any other final thoughts on, because a lot of questions were asked, and the minute they saw we were coming to Eden, they were really wanting to know how true it was, because they want to come. I think uh, one couple's coming tonight, (laughs) so. Yeah, so uh, you want to come to Eden, because Eden's like one of the best first class couples clubs that you can attend and we allow you to be pretty much totally free the only major rules is no means no and respect everybody okay now if they don't get laid are you gonna personally jerk them off 
with my feet. With your feet? No, I had this little. I had this little. Uh, I had this uh, pocket pussy attached to my sawzall, so I'll go walk around and. So, so they want the so they can have the dildo part or they can have the pocket pussy part. And oh, there you go. So yeah, we'll, we'll on a sawzall. The sawzall. A po- pocket pussy. On a, yeah. I gotta see this. Yeah, you go. Ooh, shit. Ooh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that sounds painful. Oh, actually, Lord. bring the spunk. <laughs> yeah, bring the spunk. We got the spunk. We so got we'll we got gallons of this. We got to plug you with the banana because you I'm might just gonna say we'll bring the looking. spunk and the banana tonight. I think I'm much bigger than the banana. <laughs> You don't curve that. that yeah, um, I don't curve like this. That banana has Peroni's disease. Somebody said my dick is so big that it doesn't curve because it's so weighted down. <laughs> 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 That's self promotion. Just, just just laying so it out there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, give a co- any contact information. Edenclubs.com. Edenclubs. <clears throat> Chris is over there yeah. hacking up a lung. Because it's hot in here, and I don't have a mic stand. Yeah, I have to hold my own mic here. We were supposed to bring a midget, and we forgot the midget. Right. I do have mic stands. I need a BDSM slave, though, just to come to these interviews and hold my mic. Right. Um. So, yeah, you can go to EdenClubs.com, and you can find out about our Oklahoma club. You can find out about our DFW club. You can also find out about our podcast, Just Sex Talk, on there. And then you can also go to InflictionHall.com, and you can find out about our BDSM clubs. I think uh, people would be amazed, even if they're not into BDSM, to check out Infliction Hall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we haven't had one person go in there and go, wow. Not one person went, wow? Everyone's gone, wow. Not one (laughs) person went, wow. I was going to say, no one went, wow. I went, wow. Did you go, wow? (laughs) I was was kind of impressed with that one chair, and I said it looked comfortable. You're like, get in it. And I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) Well, that was, yeah, even last night, looking at the new apparatuses that he had, we were like, oh, what's this? And you got to touch everything. I'm looking at the coffin. Yeah, yeah, no. No coffin for me. What's that called? Uh, Sensory deprivation? Deprivation. Chrissy likes the coffin. Do you like the coffin? Really? I do. Chrissy's a freak. (laughs) All right, so... That's about it. If you have any questions concerning Eden Clubs, what's a phone number? Do you, or do you just go to the website? You go to the website, but the phone numbers for DFW is uh, 817-354-7800. Um, obviously, we're pretty much only going to answer during, during business hours. Then the Oklahoma Club number is 405 Okay, and you could tell we do not script our podcast. <laughs> when he's got to think of his own phone number, And he didn't know I was going to ask him that, so he's over <laughs> here <laughs> pondering his own phone numbers. I'm just surprised I remembered it. Right? right? You don't call yourself very often. All right, so definitely check out EdenClubs.com. That's E-D-E-N-C-L-U-B-S. I always spell it out for people because um, I have a list, I guess. I but go to EdenClubs.com and definitely go to both of them. Go multiple nights. Don't just go on one night and if you have a bad time, go, I'm never going back. We go to clubs all the time. And if we had that mentality, we wouldn't go back to 90% of them. But we go to clubs multiple times. We find the best night for us. We find once you start making friends, you become more acclimated. You start going more and more. You, got, you have a lot more fun. Right. And it is one of our favorite clubs to go to. Right. Like last night when you and Chris were working, I was just walking around talking to people that I knew. No, I got some dudes coming up to me going, hey, how you doing? Hey, buddy, good night. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'm like, who are you blowing in the back? <laughs> I made my rounds. You made your rounds. 
All right. So until next podcast, I'm actually going to put this podcast out right now tonight so right people now. can hear it. Uh, you have time? Well, it'll only take me a couple minutes. I'm fast. You're fast? I'm fast. I jerk off in 30 seconds or less, and it takes me 20 seconds to get naked. Why do you think the lube is dripping? Right? Hold on. Let's get a little more. There we go. There we go. That's a drip. Pre-cum. Pre-cum. It looks like like nut, doesn't it? It looked like the guy that when I sprayed tan the one time. Oh, <laughs> oh pre-cum? No. Oh. <laughs> That's right. He got excited. <laughs> All right. So oh, until next time, we have nothing more to give you. And if you have more questions, let us know. When we come through, we'll talk to Chris and Chrissy again and pop off a few more hardcore questions for them to answer. There you go. There you go. Thanks for having us. Have a good yeah. night. Good night. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And don't forget, book your next vacation with Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. You can book online at tomstrips.com or call 1-800-285-0853. And for all of our other videos and other podcasts, please visit our website, tomandbunny.com. Also on Facebook, check out Swing with Tom and Bunny.